Lorenzen Landscaping Design. And so we're here to talk about some business principles, success, a little bit about his story, uh, what got him into construction, all those kinds of things. And so I'm excited to have you here and, uh, you know, to, to hear all those kinds of things. So let's just go ahead and dive in, man. So, you know, what, what first of all, where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up in San Diego, okay. uh, North County. So I went okay. to high school there, graduated from Poway High in 2006. And uh, that's where my father's business was in that area as well. So he was, uh, he owned Lorenzen Landscape Inc. at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh, cool. So you're just following in that journey. Honestly, it's kind of like a legacy, It's huh? multi-generational. Oh, man, so I love My grandfather's that. been doing it. And yeah. then uh, my dad took it over, got his contractor's license in 83. Wow. And here I am back at school with you, got mine. Awesome. So yeah, it is. It's cool. So you basically grew up in landscaping. I did. Now, yeah. when you were in high school, did did you have to work for your dad or grandpa or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, I started out working for his company um, just, just as a laborer. Like, okay. I did two years of homeschool in high school, my last okay. two years. So I would go to work uh, five days a week. I think think at the time it was four um because i had school i did the same thing Friday. with my boys yeah. i pulled them out yeah. homeschooled them they worked for me yeah. in construction yeah. like eight hour days right and um <laughs> you know and so yeah i worked as a laborer and, and at that time i just kind of rode around with the crew and we were doing commercial maintenance okay. and then i kind of worked my way up to where i was driving the truck with the guys yeah. and um just kind of progressed from there and then ultimately you know i kind of steered it doing uh, commercial maintenance and residential home construction. And okay. that's kind of mm. where I found my, yeah, yeah. what I like to do. Yeah. So residential home construction, but you got the C27, which is landscaping. What I mean is like, you know, where we're building fire pits and outdoor. Oh living yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's great. Yeah. So many people love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you keep pretty uh, busy. Yeah. With that. Oh yeah, for sure. So when you were in high school, you're working for your pops, right? You, mm -hmm. you have this legacy. Your grandpa was doing it. Was it really something you wanted to go into, to, or was it that your your family just needed you to work at that time? You weren't sure where you were going, or did you just know? I definitely enjoyed working outdoors. Uh, anything uh, outdoor-related has always been something I enjoy. I mean, I, I'm an avid fisherman, so I'm okay. always, you know, that was one of my passions growing up, too. Deep-sea fishing? No, just freshwater, okay. but um, I like to compete, too. So we did nice. a lot of local tournaments and stuff, and some where we actually competed out of state, too, okay. which was really exciting. So it, anyways, I, I really enjoyed being outside, and I enjoyed doing something new and different every day, and not mm. just, you know, per se, an office job where it's the same routine yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, something that challenges you a little bit more. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, because I know that there are a lot of contractors who end up hiring their kids. Some of them like it. Some of them don't like it. Um, it's the it's the it, it's just what a lot of us contractors end up doing. We need our kids on a weekend or we need them for this, sure. especially when we're just starting to grow or, you know, things like that. So let me ask you this. As you were doing that, um, what 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 were you thinking as a, as a young person? Like, what was going through your head? Um, well, I mean, it was it was a job, it was income, and so um, I I I kind of didn't make the jump to thinking that I was going to end up, you know, having this as a career yeah. until a few years in, okay. and that was really um, kind of when I started breaking off on my own and doing you know jobs where we were doing. Um, you know, where we're, we're laying pavers or flagstone and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I really got an appreciation for tying in not just, you know, the landscaping part of it, but the hardscape together and the horticultural part gotcha. and just tying the whole thing together. And I was yeah. like, 
wow, I'm really good at this. Yeah, and that's so, great. Yeah, and yeah, so it good. was exciting for me, you know. You know, I, and so let's just let's just dive into this for a minute. I want to give some tips for some people who maybe they are working for their relative. Like, so when I was a young man, I ended up um, I ended up having to work for my uncle. Yeah, and so he was a roofer. And back then, that was like the early 80s, like 82, 83. And I don't know how it was for, for you, but in that time frame, um, I was basically the person who walked up the ladder and delivered beer to all the guys yeah. on the roof. Yeah. And, and they all for drank sure. beer. Yep. And I, I got paid <laughs> to do that. I thought that was, I never actually thought anything about it because in construction, everybody was drinking beer sure. all day yeah, long. Yeah, I yeah. mean, now that's like taboo. Oh, yeah, I get it. Sure. You know, you don't want someone falling off the roof, especially on something like that. We don't recommend that at all, no. never. But... <laughs> Um, you know, I loved being able to just being around those guys and just listening to them and, uh, you know, just the power of the guys working together and just getting this project done and making it look good. It actually, it actually, I got excited about it because I could see a project go from, uh, this place of, uh, where it doesn't look good. It's destroyed, dilapidated to something beautiful and amazing. And then we got to be a part of that. I mean, so what would be some tips maybe you would think about? saying to people who are working for their parents, you know, is there anything that you thought of while you were doing that? Um, I mean, a little bit. I mean, to kind of expand on what you were saying just then, that's kind of where I was because it, to me it was like how to take a design as far as a conception, maybe even just in your head, maybe mm -hmm. even the client doesn't even know exactly what they're looking for, mm -hmm. but you're able to take that design, that conception, put it either on paper or maybe it's not on paper and you're able to just kind of like lay it out for them. And then yeah. you watch as each phase of the construction is built and, and then you get the finished product at the end. Yeah. And to me, that was like, this is amazing. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, um, so you saw that too. Yeah. So on your other question, I mean, you know, I guess, um, you know, just starting out, maybe just kind of stick with it. There's a lot of different yeah. avenues and niches that you can get into in construction. And maybe, you know, what your parents are doing or, or your relatives are doing that you're in right now, maybe that's not exactly what you want to yeah. be doing, but there's, there's so there's the avenues are just so much. Yeah. Cause like, let's, let's break down landscaping, right? You sure. can, you can have a lawn mowing. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 avenue sure. and they really can make a lot of money when they start oh, yeah. doing, um, like, parks yep. and uh, golf courses. I mean, these guys are making, uh, you know, 100,000, 150,000 a year profit easy, even several hundred thousand. Right. I had a guy graduate this school. He landed the 15 freeway, just cleaning it up. And he hit the contract with $650,000. I bet. Yeah. That's crazy. So there's, there's that, but it's not just that because you do things like, uh, um, some of the things that you were doing is building the, what were you building in the backyard again? Just outdoor living spaces. Yeah, you know, outdoor living spaces, people exactly. People can enjoy, they can go, they can barbecue, they've got the fire pit. Sometimes people will drop in a, either a pool or a built-in spa or something like that, yeah. and we'll subcontract that out. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's just, you know, they go outside and they've got something to enjoy and appreciate. Yeah. So. Now, I know landscaping can also do little sidewalks from the sidewalk up to the door. Sure. A little bit of cement work there, so you can make that creative. Um, there's the sprinkler systems. There's just so many aspects yeah. to it um, that it becomes something that you you can find something that you enjoy doing within that trade. Yeah? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I guess some of the things that I would say as a tip um, when I was in construction is 
the construction trade is never going to go anywhere. No. Everything's dilapidating. Everything falls apart. It's a law of thermodynamics. Everything's going to fall apart. So everything constantly needs to be remodeled. And my thought is, hey, you may not do construction the rest of your life. Yeah. Like my boys don't do construction right now. Sure. But they can actually go in and build an entire set of cabinets and install them in a house. They could do crown molding, base uh, molding. They could do chair rail. They could do all this fancy woodwork. I taught them how to use every kind of machine and all this kind of stuff. And the thing is, is if anything went awry in their life, they have something to go back on. And unfortunately, schools aren't really teaching those things anymore no. this day this day and age. No, they're not. And so for a young man or even a young woman to have a trade that their mom, dad, grandpa taught them is something they can always rely oh, on as, yeah. a, as a financial gain. So that's one of my tips. Absolutely. Say. Learn it. Yeah. Even if you don't like it, learn it. Right. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's totally valuable. Yeah, it's always something to fall back on. So, so you grew up in North County, San Diego, yep. and uh, you worked for your family. Tell, uh, tell about what age you'd say. Well, I mean, um, I'd say probably uh, right around twenty three is when I kind of branched off and started doing my thing. Okay. And so um, in San Diego. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you then had three different landscape companies in the, in San Diego. Basically. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, okay. my father still was really big in commercial maintenance. Okay. Um, and he made a lot of money doing that. Commercial maintenance is great. I think mm. for anybody with a C27, I mean, yeah. that should be one of the top goals because that yeah. is money reoccurring coming in every month and it's budgeted for on the residential side. Yeah. That's not necessarily budgeted for Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. so makes sense. Yeah. And then, um, so now do you have brothers and sisters involved in the, in the trade I, at all? I, I don't have any involved in the trade. Um, I do have two younger sisters that are kind of finding their foothold in life. And mm-hmm. then, um, my brother and I, we were, we're 18 months apart and he okay. actually went to the supplier side. So oh, he okay. is a store manager in La Mesa of Home Depot. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I saw a contractor do, and they actually got their general contractor's license, is they opened uh, an entire supply company that competes against Home Depot, yeah. but in one specific area, sure. and they really do really phenomenal. So there's something to be said about even uh, starting a landscape supply company. There's actually one yeah. right next to my building, sure. yeah. you know what I mean, right. which is yep. pretty interesting, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure a lot of people go there, but an extra stream of income if you Absolutely. guys ever want to go that route, but right. you know, I always try to teach people there's piles of money everywhere. You just have to know how to pick it up because there's so many different things you can do to 100%. make money. Yeah. Now, okay, so you were in San Diego. When did you move up here to this area? About four years ago. Okay, yeah. um, uh, on your own, wife, kids, what? Uh, we decided just to make this move. San Diego just kind of, um, it just wasn't, you know, conducive to what we were doing at the time. Okay. And so uh, we just made this move up here. And we were, st- at the time, our business was still in San Diego. We were traveling back and forth, for, you know, making the commute, doing jobs and stuff like that. Oh, so you were taking jobs y- up here. Yeah. Okay, right. that way you can It was a little transition. Start to we okay. were doing both. Okay. So we were oh. still working in San Diego, some <clears throat> jobs where we'd commute down there. And then I kind of really, you know, put the pedal to the metal trying to, um, you know, find jobs up here. Mm. So when you say we, was your wife helping you in the business or is you talking about your staff? No, my wife and my oh, staff. She works yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She do uh, outside stuff too, or both inside, outside? Basically or? just inside. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Takes care of you. So you can go yeah. do all the outside. Yep. Hey, that's a great win-win. I know a lot of contractors, uh, the wives keep them organized. They 
handle all the bookkeeping and the accounts and yeah. just everything. So yeah. that's perfect. Definitely. When you have a blessing like that, that's uh, you're blessed. Right. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Exactly. So, um, how old are you, uh, you don't have to tell me how old your kids are, but do you have kids old enough to be in construction or are they all younger? No, they're younger. Okay. So nine, not yet. Nine and six. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very yeah. cool. So you were working on the transition. You're going back and forth. Now you're pretty much fully integrated up here? Yeah, it took about a year and a half to really kind of get a foothold. Um, The problem I had was my guys from San Diego Mm. that I've I've known forever and my subs didn't want to make the commute up here to do Uh, stuff. So I kind of had to, you know, find some new guys that were skilled in certain trades, find different subs for the work that we're doing. Uh, Like I said, it took a little bit of time, but, you know, um, it it wasn't too difficult. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. So then you, you get up here. And then what was it that, that brought you here to us, the, uh, my contracting school? Uh, well, I needed to get my own contractor's license. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big one. I think, you know, for anybody that doesn't have one that's kind of still trying to get their foothold in doing landscaping, um, you know, you, it, you're just, you're walking on, uh, you know, scary ground, yeah. so to speak, you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. anything can happen. It's not just the loss of money, but I mean, it's it's illegal, you know, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. And that's a tough thing, you know, as much as we don't like laws that much, some laws are good, but sure. we live in America, so yeah. we have to try to abide by more, yeah. face the consequences. No, for sure. yeah. And uh, I did have a <clears throat> C-27 once, and um, well, I've graduated many C-27s in the different schools that I have. And because of the new law, um, when a person's unlicensed, if the if the homeowner finds out, they can ask you for every penny back, and yeah. you have to literally give them every penny back, exactly. even if you paid for all the product and yep. you don't get to take the product that you've installed. Yep. And so they went to court, and he lost. He had to give all twenty seven thousand dollars back, and there was nothing he could do. There was nothing he 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 had to take money out of his house, and so that's a struggle. So yeah, I'm sure that was kind of a weight. Oh, for me it was a no brainer. And then you know I got married, um, and then I've got two kids. So so, you know, it's yeah. like you got to play by the rules. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you, was uh, was there any influence of your wife saying, hey, babe, you really need to go get this license? Or oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there was, you know, there was one job that I did uh, a couple years back where um, I just happened to be working for that one. It, like I said, it just takes that one person. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, thankfully, nothing really severe happened. But I didn't make any money. In fact, I lost money on oh, the job. Wow. I still finished it. I still did everything that yeah. I said I was going to do. But you know, I I didn't make any money. And she was like, you know, that's the last time you need to. Yeah. You know, you got to go get it. And you know, so what that does is it also opens up those doors too, where you've got those people that have a budget of. Yeah. 30, 50 and, and greater thousand yeah. dollars. And they're going to hire the guy with the license, with the credentials versus True. Joe Schmo. You yeah. know, that's a big sum of money to be putting on the table. Yeah. I and mean, they want to know it's going to be done and done right. And the house is protected. Yeah. It's done right. right. You know, if you have staff that, uh, you know, you don't have the proper, um, you know, payroll and that kind of sure. stuff, then that staff gets hurt on that property. They get to sue you and the homeowner as Absolutely. well. So they want to make sure that you got your stuff dialed in. Right. So that's good. So was that a weight off of you when you when you finally got that license? You're oh like, my gosh! Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it was a talk major, about that. It was a major weight <laughs> off my shoulders. Um, you know, I 
I mean, I think I'd, I'd been in school here for about two months mm-hmm. when the test date came for me, um, which was December 6th. And I ended up going up there doing both tests in the same day. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I had everything dialed in, though. I had yeah. I was doing all your practice tests yeah. and I was getting like 90 percent and above on all of them. Um, and that's really the only way I was comfortable with going yeah. to take the test. I had flashcards that I did my own, and I was reviewing those every weekend and anytime I got time. And so, yeah, when I got up there and they were like, you passed the first one, which was the trade, yeah. I was like, okay, great. Went in, studied in my truck for another two hours before the other <laughs> oh, test, man. you know? Yeah. And then the law, when I passed that one, I think my mind was just so overwhelmed from all the studying. I was just like, Oh my gosh, I did it. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Okay. So. so you, so let's talk about that for a minute. You're sitting there at the computer, you finish the test, you do all your double check, whatever happens. What was the step? Did you raise your hand to get the person over there to you? Um, basically like what they want you to do is fold your book up or, you know, put all your utensils that you were using, put it okay. all here. And they've got cameras in there. There's eyes on you the whole time. Yeah. So they know when you're done and it, it automatically sends something into the other room where they're okay. kind of waiting as yeah, soon yeah. as you finish your mm, test okay. on the computer. Yeah. So they come get you and then they make you sit in the chair for a minute and then they print you out a sheet <laughs> and they give it to you hands down, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so in the old days, they used to walk up to your computer and push a button. They would be like, are sure, you sure? Yeah. And they push it and it'd say pass or fail. So they don't do that anymore. No, huh? they, they, they print you sit. paper out. You're yeah. sweating. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. And you see that pass and you're like, oh my goodness, I did it, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So you had that moment, you went out to the truck and you started to study then for the trade. So you took the law first. I took the trade first. Oh, you took the yep. trade and passed. Yeah. Okay. And that, that actually was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Okay. There was a lot of questions on, that were on the trade in the mm-hmm. book that some of that stuff I just hadn't done in forever, especially yeah. knowing, you know, horticultural names of plants and trees. Yeah. And then, um, you know, some of the uh, irrigation stuff on the side of like backflow systems. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just stuff that you had to brush up on. It's yeah. not something that I would advocate, hey, just go and do it, you yeah. know, just without, you know, studying or getting involved in your school. Yeah. Um, the trade was definitely a little bit tricky. I think um, coming to this class was absolutely paramount in yeah. passing that because the way that it's worded there when you go to take the test is a little bit different than yeah. all the practice tests yeah. and, and even in school. But if you get all the lingo down while you're here, yeah. you can think about the question for two or three minutes yeah. and put it together in your head. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like one of those, oh, well, I saw that question on that test. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So I have a couple questions in about the school, you sure. know, since I'm the owner of the school. Yeah. And uh, I do have other schools, but you came to the school where I actually yeah, teach. Right. And so you probably don't even know how the other teachers teach. I just happen to be the owner yeah, and a serial sure. entrepreneur. Um, what was your experience when you came in um, and, I, I, and I started teaching and laying out all this stuff? Because I go into greater detail, not only in, in what you need to know for law and business, but yeah. how to scale your business and things like that. What was your thinking? I mean, it was just absolutely fundamental. Like, I I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but I used to just sit in the front, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, I to gain <laughs> as much knowledge as I could. So, um, yeah, I mean... It was so much more than just come in and study, you know, for what you're supposed to. I mean, Alan really threw in so many different things and tips and trades on how to really scale your business from doing residential and, you know, working your way up to commercial and then public works and 
There's, yeah. So you was, say it in the exact order I, know, I say right? it. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I pay attention, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've done my job. Right? Yes. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Always my goal is not to just get someone to know the law and business and then bounce them out of the program. Sure. I want them to know that I'm here to help them grow and scale a company. I now own 13 companies and we're expanding across the U.S. Right. And so many things are happening. And then I want to take my contractors and I want them to know they're never alone and that I can help them. They could take me out to lunch if they need to, you pick my brain, and then, and we went out to lunch. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you're yeah. like, hey, can mm-hmm. I take you out to lunch? I'm like, sure, just yeah. meet down here at the Little Mexican Restaurant and yeah. pick my brain, we'll rock and roll. If I don't know the answer, we'll get the answer. But yeah. uh, I love that kind of interaction, that kind of community, because yeah. uh, I'm a contractor. Right, you know yeah, mean? no, for sure. That yeah. grew in scale, and mm-hmm. now, you know, doing all kinds of other things. It, it's kind of nice, because, um, you know, when you're kind of coming up like this, and you get your license, and you kind of don't know exactly some ins and outs on what to do. I mean, you brought the law side of it, and, and you know, full scale of what mm. you can do, and how to really, you know, grow your business and what's your vision for your first year after having a license, three mm-hmm. years, five years, 10 years, you know? I love it. Yeah. You're saying everything uh, I, I mean, was it's teaching. True. Yeah, I love it. It really was, yeah. Oh, man. That's the highest compliment uh, a person can get, a teacher can get, is when someone repeats back to them the things right. that they taught them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm no, loving No, but this. I mean, it's so, it's, it's true. I mean, you know, so, yeah. yeah. So if there was something that I taught, it doesn't have to be about the law, but it could be about the business side. Was there anything or one or two things that really jumped out that you went away thinking about a lot um, that really moved you? Um, you know, I, I guess one is uh, on my mind right now, too, because I am actually, you know, I know I just got my uh, contractor's license, but I am actually looking at moving out of state. I'm looking okay. at going to Texas, but nice. I am going to keep uh, my corporation here. Great. I do have mm-hmm. um, some family that's going to help that. and. Okay. We're going to run the same business here, and then I'm going to open up another landscaping business in Texas. So um, one thing was looking at, you know, possibly uh, the avenue of RMOing um, Mm. with, you know, another, like, qualified person and helping them set up a business as as well. You know, that was a big thing. Um, So, yeah, I'm kind of just, you know, some of that stuff, I guess, is kind of what I'm looking at. And it's, you know, some of the stuff that you had mentioned about that is, you know, taking it to the next level, yeah, so to speak. So, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people may not know exactly what an RO sure. mo yeah. is. It's a responsible managing officer, and it allows you to let uh, two other people plus yourself use your license legally. We file all the legal yeah. paperwork. Uh, you kind of monitor, watch over them to a degree. They go out, do their own construction company legally. Um, and they make great money, and you're kind of a guy to coach. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're using your license uh, in a proper fashion, yeah. right? And so you're able to make uh, a lot of money doing that, especially if you're going to be in Texas. You could do that three times here sure. and then uh, get a different license over in Texas. Yep. Man, you'll be making bank. And yeah. we teach this exactly. in class, yeah, which right. probably not a lot of schools teach that, but we right. do. And yeah. uh, I think that's usually an eye-opening experience for a lot of people how to use their license to make great money. Absolutely. Yeah. To your yeah. advantage, you know, and, and it is a, it's a, it's a win-win for the other guy too. I mean, yeah. you're providing kind of like a mentorship in a way for, for, you know, somebody, let's say they're a younger guy coming up. Um, yeah. You know, you have access to all your subs, all your licensed subs that you can help them so that they yeah. can help scale their business too. That's awesome. um, there's there's so many ways you can help them so they make more money. You make money on the side too. It's it's a win win. You yeah, know, so, absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, good. So, so well, I'm gonna, if you do go, I'm going to be sad to see you go. Yeah. But <laughs> I have a, yeah. interesting enough, in Dallas, I have a, um, a franchise in Dallas. And so one of the things, I'm not here to talk about that, but I have a, a fix and flip company expanding across the U.S. And we take all our contractors and we put them to work doing that. And they're allowed to actually, if they want to be on the side of owning the property with sure. us, they can. I have an open invitation to that. And so we have a lot of people doing that. But I actually have a franchise in Dallas. Uh, Dallas, Texas, that's being set up. So are you thinking right. somewhere around Dallas? Or We're gonna you going to go uh, just outside of Austin. Okay. And the job market okay. there for landscaping seems like oh, it's huge. it's huge. Yeah, huge. especially on the commercial side. Um, so I know that uh, one of the requirements is that you've got to get an independent license for yeah. irrigation to do okay. anything irrigation. Yeah. So yes. uh, we'll be doing that. And then, like I said, I mean, in you know two years, if I want to you know, come back here and... Yeah. and I, I mean, I can, you know, there's lots of stuff, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, well, we can do interesting as one of these times talk about doing one of my conferences out there because you'll be there. Yeah. And then it's called the power to gain wealth. And what we'll do is we'll see about how we can integrate you together with this whole process. And then you are not only owning homes and stuff sure, with me yeah. and doing some stuff, but right. building your business. I, I love that. For me, it's all about partnerships. Yeah. It's all about no, friendships. Absolutely. It's about community. And my community is, is contractors. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so so you're looking there, potentially a couple of years, looking for RMO here. Um, what uh, what kind of work are you predominantly been doing here in the in the in the empire? Um, it's just um, like you know, like I said, just backyard remodels, front yard remodels, where we're you know okay. ripping out old stuff, and we're either doing something like xeriscape or drought tolerant okay. landscaping. So okay. it's involving irrigation and a number of you know different types of building materials, yeah. whether it's you know, rocks, aggregates, or what have you. We do a lot of work with pavers, uh, concrete stuff. Okay. Um, you know, we build wow. fire pits. We do we do pretty much anything, honestly. That's awesome. You know? yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you guys got your website yet? Not yet, yeah, not okay. yet. So, so working on that, yep. that way they can, they can get a hold of you. But yep. we'll, we'll go through that contact information. We'll put it in the, in the um, what, in, what is it, our description so yeah. that you know, yeah. you know, so people could find you. Yep. So now, okay. So you're building that out, and uh, what are some some interesting su- uh, success tips that you would give potentially other landscapers as they're growing and scaling? Um, I mean, the biggest one I think for myself that I had to learn the hard way mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I I mean, it's funny because my father would say, you know, anything that could have went wrong with you in business probably went wrong with you in the first three <laughs> years of you yeah. trying to do it on your own, you know, yeah. and which is true. Um, but uh, I learned valuable lessons from all that. But, um, you know, time and time again, I, s- I see the same problem mm-hmm. and I hear about the same problem from yeah. lots of different people and everybody's trying to take so many jobs at one time and they're Mm. spread so thin and so they're running from one working two days they're running to another working a couple Mm. days and it just really leaves you know a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because stuff just doesn't get done on time so what i've done is i've really tried to focus where we're on one job at a time yeah uh we get it done ahead of schedule i'm there to manage the whole thing from start to finish um, everything is clearly conveyed in every mm. aspect from start mm. to finish with the homeowner or the client. Yes. And there's just, you know, there's not a whole lot of margin for error when you're doing it that way. You know, Love the it. money's always yeah. there. It's always going to be there. 
you know, the jobs, they're going to come. It's okay to line several jobs up so you've got stuff yep. when you finish. Yep. And most of the time, we're finishing ahead of schedule anyway. So yeah. it's a win-win. You know, there's no, need for me, yeah, <laughs> there's no need for me to take three jobs to where I'm like, you know, stuff that would have taken you a month, you're, you're on the second month. Like, yeah. there's, there's no need for that. So Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, uh, one of the big detriments to contractors is what you said. They float around two days mm-hmm. here, one day here, two days there, and it causes chaos. The client is usually going, where are you? Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to be on my job. Why are yeah. you gone three days? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you here? And then what happens is people aren't getting repeatable work and they're right. not getting referrals. And right. they're actually, they're like shooting themselves in the leg. And Absolutely. now they're limping around trying to grow a business. And they wonder why their business constantly keeps uh, uh, going down instead of scaling sure. up. And they're yeah. trying to find all these new jobs to keep the money flowing, but they're not relying on the past uh, jobs and referrals. Right. And so I love that you do that because I, I would imagine that your clients are pretty happy. You're there the whole time. Yeah. And you're, I mean, I, I literally for the last two years, I mean, I've got a referral list that's, you know, a full awesome. page, two pages long. Awesome. And, uh, so it, yeah, if it's yeah. ever called into question, I can rattle off a few phone numbers and people will give me a great review on whatever I need, That's you know, and until you can ultimately scale up to where you've got a guy that you can train to do mm-hmm. things the way that you yeah. like them being done and he can branch off and run a crew, yeah. you know, it's no, like you've got to mm-hmm. walk before you run and yeah. so forth, you know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good stuff. Yeah. Do you hope to get your kids into? Uh, I do. It? Yeah, my son. I he definitely has an interest in this uh, and anything construction related. Yeah. He just loves the equipment, loves you know being outdoors and Getting anything. One of those toy lawnmowers. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. He loves all oh, that yeah. stuff, the mini X's and That's all that. Cool. So I um, love the fact that you have a legacy with your grandpa and your dad. Yeah, and yeah, man. When I got that license back, the certificate in the mail, I was it was. Uh, a really profound moment for me because it was like, you know, my grandfather did this, my father did this and here I am, you know, and I got it. Yeah. 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 That's good. Mm -hmm. Now you touched on something. You said one thing that your dad said to you, can you share maybe two or three other things that maybe your grandpa said or your dad said, or even a combination of just some things as you're going into business, anything ring in your head that you always think about? Um, my dad, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to really know my grandfather too well. Mm. Unfortunately, he passed away of cancer when I was really young. I do have a, a very, um, I do have a memory of him. We were doing a, a, a tear down for a room addition on the first house we lived in. And, okay. and my dad and him and I were tearing down the walls and I was doing the demo with the hammer yeah, yeah. as a little kid, you know? So, but one thing my dad always taught me was, uh, you know, he taught me how to have the work ethic that I do. Mm. And so I've always tried to, you know, have the mentality that uh, I just, I won't be outworked. I'm not afraid of work. I never have been. So, I mean, I know, you know, a lot of people, they look at things and they're like, oh my gosh, it's a mountain in front of me. You know, how am I going to do this? But it's one step at a time, man. And as long as you put the work in, it will manifest and it will materialize. So by by example, your dad showed you yeah. he worked really hard. He was out there taking care of his family. Yeah. You saw that. You realized, okay, I can do that. My dad does this. Yeah. You know, it's built inside of me. It's I mean, part of my DNA. Yeah, because when I grew up, I mean, we weren't rich by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, we lived in a three-bedroom, two-bath house. But yeah. as as I grew up, by the time I was in high school, my dad was making millions of dollars That's off awesome. commercial, commercial landscaping, <laughs> you know? That's great. Yeah, I mean, he wow. was doing 
major office buildings uh, and all the tech industry buildings in San Diego as far as their, you know, commercial needs go. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we progressed and I got to watch that. I got to watch us accumulate, you know, material things and bigger houses and all that stuff. And I mean, I know that's not everything, but hey, if you work hard, there's nothing that you can't attain. Absolutely. No, I love that. So, (laughs) so hard work, and uh, any other thing that you're that rings out that your dad maybe used to say to you on a regular basis, like a mantra. Do you have any like mantras or things that he would just say? Uh, give me an idea, and maybe I can play off that. Okay, so <laughs> an idea. Um, yeah, that's a great question. I gotta think of a mantra. I'm I'm even having a mm-hmm. little drawback. So uh, my dad always said to me, and he he embed this into my head. He said, "Son." Uh, you can do anything you want if you work hard enough to get it. You can do anything sure. you want. And my dad had a lot of problems in life. He struggled, you know, things like that. Um, but I took that to heart from early on elementary school. And and even in the midst of his chaos, I believed that. And so I was able to uh, get out of that poverty and, and grow forward. So that's just one of the mantras my dad constantly embedded into my head. Yeah, I actually, I have to say, I think, honestly, mine would be the same way from an early age. I mean, I'm talking, you know, five, six years old. He used to tell me anything that you want to do or achieve, you can do it. It's just hard work, perseverance, and just that goal. You just don't ever stray from what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. So we were doing, I was doing a conference yesterday, eight hour (laughs) conference. I was doing a training and uh, my daughter, she speaks on style and uh, she'd say, you look. (laughs) she works with uh high profile men and styles them but she was saying you know it's interesting because a lot of people think they deserve something and really it's not deserve you can make the decision to become something when people think that they deserve then they're just waiting for it to happen but when they realize they can make a decision and go after anything they want they actually go get it sure and then they end up actually getting it yeah you know yeah, it's taking definitely. action right yeah. and doing it and so i love that it was like a bomb that dropped in the room she said it way more eloquently i didn't even say it as well as she did but i hear what you're saying and that's the that's the adage my dad said too whatever you want you can have it go get it you know if yeah. you have to learn sure. what it takes to get it learn absolutely it. yeah you know? and another one to play on that too which you know you incorporate here too uh, that i've learned a little bit too is uh, you know stick with the winners i mean the, the, yes. you know, at yes. that table it's just it's different and yeah. so Anybody that, you know, you can utilize as a mentor that's been there before you, that knows ins and outs of things, it's like try to get, you know, a seat with these people because they know what they're talking about. If you, you know, if you've got like this idea that, you know, you don't know how to get there, you see the goal Mm -hmm. at the end, but you don't know the steps to get there, you know, stick with the winners. Exactly. Oh man, that's so big. And I don't, I don't want to. I want to emphasize that sure, more because ahead, yeah. that has changed yeah. my world. Being around people who are have a have a um, a mindset uh, to not grow, or a scarcity mindset, sure. or a fear mindset, or a you know um, they're not knowledgeable mindset. They they give themselves these uh, these um, belief systems that hold them back because Absolutely. they don't think they could yeah. do it, or, or or all those kinds of things. And to break past that, when you get into a room with highly successful people who are pushers and drivers. You know, I always tell people, don't take advice on money from poor people. They right. don't know what they're talking about. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, because, and I learned that. And so once you get around some millionaires and some billionaires and things like that, and you start hearing their wisdom and you see their drive and you see these entrepreneurs yeah. that are growing and moving forward, when you put yourself around that crowd of people, mm-hmm. I mean, like 
Rocky said, you can hang around with yo-yo people and oh, you're yeah. going to be a yo-yo person, oh, but yeah. you get around those movers and shakers and they're going to dream bigger than you. And you're yeah. going to be like, okay, I, I can do this. I got to yeah. do this. Yeah, no, for you know sure. What I mean? Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got to get ourselves in that room. The beautiful thing is, is one of the advantages that you have that sometimes many people uh, do not have is you had a dad who eventually became very successful doing these multi-million dollar projects you saw it in real time yeah and so that eliminates your fear it does yeah and so i think that we would probably say the same thing hey for all you guys doing construction if your kids are going to take over show them yeah no, show sure. them where they can yeah. go eliminate mm -hmm. the fear you know get into the room of some people who are going to take you farther that's what contractor usa is about that's what right. my seminars are about right. the power yeah. to gain wealth Absolutely. you know yeah. anybody can do it yep you know no matter their starting point let's just move you from here to sure. there from yeah. point a to point z yeah. and it takes time you right. can grow you can learn absolutely because when you started off right you didn't know you didn't you weren't born and you knew how to do everything you knew how to do you learned that from your partially from your grandpa from your dad yeah and then moving forward and now you're the expert yeah you know what exactly. i mean you're gonna have some very valuable things to pass on to your kid whether they do it or not but they'll have a trade there to always fall back on Ex yeah and that's beautiful exactly yeah i love it so i really love that Sure. You know, even even you know, I, sometimes I bring this up a little bit. Uh, even the book Proverbs says that you know you got to get around uh, good people because those good people are going to draw you forward. Yeah, you definitely. I mean? yeah. yeah, time and so time again, great. it's been that way in my life. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you stick out, you stick with people that are going places, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, your life starts to change. You know, it, does. it really does. It so, does. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, what tips? Oh, we talked about tips. Let me ask you this, because a lot of people don't know. In the C27 field, um, if you had a top three things that generally seem to make the most amount of money, what what do you think those things are? Um, it just depends uh, on your location. Uh, okay. It I mean, that's going to be, uh, you know, regional or statewide or, you know, any of that. It really depends on where you're located. Like, so in San Diego, it seemed like we were doing, um, I mean, a lot more, you know, full on outdoor living spaces where they want, where you come in and you're doing a full on patio. You've got the patio cover, you've got the fire pit, you've got all that stuff accessible to barbecue so that they can go and enjoy stuff out there. Over here, where we're at in Temecula, Menifee, Marietta, it seems to be more of ripping out the grass, eliminating mm. the water costs, yeah. uh, doing something that's nice but that's drought tolerant, okay. you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things I like to talk to contractors that go through my school is, hey, let's navigate. If you do... 50, 100 different things, or you have the capacity under your license to do that. Sure. Let's, let's, let's find out what are the top, like, 10 things that make you the most amount of money. Right. Because you could do the things that don't make a lot of money, and you can offer those things. Sure. But then everybody else is kind of dominating you because you're spending all your time and energy on this. It's, it's what's called the Pareto Principle, yeah. focusing 80% of your time on the 20% that produces you the most amount of money so you could be home. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, if you gain the whole world, you work on this business, and it grows sure. and scales, but you don't spend time with your little ones yeah you know that's uh that doesn't work so let me ask you what do you do for some of your fun time with your little ones uh i take them fishing yeah they love it they oh, absolutely man. love it they love any chance we get to get outdoors and uh just <laughs> anything fishing hiking uh anything like that yeah. they're all about it so yeah so i i can't get away now because i've never had a contractor say that they love fishing so i can't get away from the old adage you know what that is about um, give a man to a yeah, fish, yeah, mm -hmm. so, and, and, and they'll eat for a day. Yep, but right. teach a man to fish, and they'll eat for a lifetime. Absolutely, your dad taught you 
this yeah. landscape. Now, did you go fishing with your dad? Is that oh, how yeah. you got that? Okay. Yeah, so that's where it came from. And maybe yeah. you got it from his grandpa. Yeah. he uh, His dad used to go all the time, <laughs> my grandpa. And okay. uh, my dad took me. I'll never forget it. I was probably five years old. And we went to Lake Poway here in San Diego. And I, <laughs> I caught my first bass. It was probably two pounds. And I was hooked from that day on. <laughs> hooked. Did hooked. you eat it? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I good. Did. Yeah, at the time. Now I do more catch and release, but yeah. yeah, I was absolutely hooked. I knew that, you know, this was my thing. You okay. know what I mean? So. so, what is your favorite fish to eat? Um, I, I mean, I really enjoy salmon. I mean, I don't do a lot I of catching of salmon, yeah. but, you know, uh, most of the freshwater stuff I, I just throw back. Um, okay. I do enjoy catching largemouth because it's, it's, okay. uh, it takes a lot of skill, yeah. and there's so many different ways to catch that particular fish on yeah. any given month because it's an always changing thing. Yeah. And that's part of what I was saying is I enjoyed yeah. about landscaping is yeah. the job is always different. Every yeah. day you walk out that door, it's a yeah. new set of problems. And a new set of tasks that you gotta, you know, overcome. And so yeah. that's why I think I really enjoyed yeah. bass fishing. That's too, cool. You know? Yeah. Okay. So talk to me. What is the favorite way to cook it? Um, <laughs> let's see. The salmon mm-hmm. or any one. Okay. Of them. So, uh, like I like where we do um, like a brown sugar glaze on it, and oh. we just slow bake it, and then I put um, like a like mandarin or something orange on top mm, that's so good yeah it's really good yeah. yeah you know i was barbecuing salmon for a while and uh, i have a home and a business sure, yeah. that i own in hawaii and um and it's interesting i go back and forth there here and there i do all my conferences and my schools here mm-hmm. but i was barbecuing and one day i fried it yeah and it was just so much better yeah. fried no it is it's really like, good yeah wow <laughs> for sure i was like mind-blowing i can't but yeah. the problem with the frying is the grease tries to oh, yeah. pop out all yeah. over the stove you got to yeah. clean it and it stinks up the house oh yeah so i actually need you and your wife to come to Hawaii and build me an outside <laughs> patio. Sure, yeah. That would be freaking would amazing. Be cool, then we can yeah. go hit some. There's not a whole lot of fresh fishing not out there. there. No, it's mostly yeah, ocean, sure. but yeah. yeah, we'll do some surfing or yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you like your salmon that way, and um, how the, about the, the plank on the barbecue where they give you that piece of cedar plank too? Oh, that's good. That too. works good. Yeah, really good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you put it actually on the plank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's, it comes, I mean, you can buy it at a mm-hmm. store, and it's on a cedar plank, and it's usually already seasoned up. But if you kind of just slow that slow grill it outside, okay. that's amazing, too. Yeah. You get How that kind of smoky, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Contractor style 101. <laughs> now you're going to have to start your podcast on how to cook them. <laughs> I know, right? You never do the lemon pepper? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mostly on what, the bass? Yeah. Okay. It's bass or any kind of white fish. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to one day buy some land. I want to get a stream in Wyoming and oh, build yeah. some houses for the family. You know, my... My wife's parents are elderly and getting older, and they would like to be out there and stuff like that. So, you know, be able to do some fishing out there in the streams, that would be wonderful. Yeah. All right, so landscaping. So you are doing mostly residential right now, or are you in both residential and commercial? I'm trying to gain a foothold now at this point into commercial. And so I think what that looks like for me right now is smaller style office complexes and buildings um, before I kind of scale up to where we're doing, um, you know, green belts and... Okay. You know, other stuff like that. Yeah. So would these be accounts you secure? Yeah, they and would then you be. Service mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So like complexes like this, or what sure. about? Uh, so does that include things like um, car dealerships? Yeah. And, you know anything like that? Okay. Yeah, anything where that's got you know kind of office building or storefront property that's got you know an area to be maintained. 
So, okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, decent right. money doing that but kind of stuff. But what you were saying in class is, you know, start small, work your way up. Yep. You know, don't overdo it. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, and commercial takes a while, too. I mean, yeah. you know, you might you might go out there to 100 different places, and one of them would be like, come back in November to give us a bid. Well, it's <laughs> April, you know, oh, and man. you're like, uh, yes. okay, so you got to remember, put that in your calendar yeah. to do that. And come back, and then sometimes you get lucky, you know. Yeah, so, so you just yeah. gotta remember to text your wife yeah. and let her know, hey, can you let me know when this comes up? It's just, it's not <laughs> one of those things where you know, hey, I saw your ad on this and that, and you yeah. come out and you give them a bid, and it materializes into yeah. a job in a week. You yeah. know, it's something yeah. that you really gotta work at. And the competition is pretty stiff here, you it know, is, in Southern yeah. California. There's a lot of big time guys that are out there doing it, and they've yeah. been doing it. So yeah. you know. They built a name for themselves. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. it's just a matter of time. You just sure. have to keep building your name, keep meeting clients, keep getting in that room mm-hmm. of people who are going to want you totally. and need you to do that. And so I, I will say this. This is interesting because who are the people that are hiring you? They're the general managers of these commercial buildings. Yeah. Property they, managers. They're not usually hanging around not. in a sphere of contractors. No. So if you're a contractor <laughs> hanging out in a, only a sphere of contractors, yeah. you're not going to land no, there. No, you're not. Yeah. So where can you find those people? It, it's tricky. I, I'm kind of just, in, in a way, trying to get my foothold because the stuff that my father has taught me mm-hmm. is not what it is today. Like, my father yeah. used to tell me, hey, they'd be sitting in an office in mm-hmm. that building mm-hmm. back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They don't do that anymore. They're yeah. all remote. They're all home. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's really difficult to get in front of a property manager or somebody who's mm. willing to give you a chance that can yeah. actually have the pull to do so. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm kind of just kind of feeling my way and, uh, you know, p- going to pick your brain on yeah. some ideas. I'm going to give you know? some ideas right now. I'm <laughs> yeah, going to share with sure. everybody out here listening to us. Yeah. So one of the websites I built for contractors, and I spent uh, tens of thousands of dollars on this, and it's for contractors to utilize it's called Home Pro Works because I get so many calls because of all my schools yeah. from hoteliers, restaurateurs, from the cities. The cities looking for things like roadways and, you know, uh, clearing up the road, whether it's landscaping or construction or anything like that, city buildings. They're sure. constantly calling me. And so I tell them now, I go, hey, just go on my website, homeproworks.com, set up your dashboard. You, you, you know, you register there. Yeah. And then you begin to just pick your contractors in your areas. They're all rated there sure. and they can just go on there. Um, there's no charge. So people can go in there, which is beautiful. And, uh, so that's one way because I am in a sphere of all of these, well, not per se general managers. I'm mostly in the sphere of the owners of the buildings. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm a part of a REIT and I am an investor. So I invest with a lot of people. And so I'm in a REIT, we own 3000 apartments and yeah. things like that. And, um, so we have all these apartment buildings with all these people, but they all need to be maintained. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and, and then houses that we're buying constantly here that need to be maintained. And that's why I always tell people, Hey, go to one of my websites called rocksolidap.com. They can go sign up there as a contractor. We're going to use you on your, our fix and flips. So there's ways we're doing residential in Cali. We got other States where we're doing, uh, commercial buildings and things like that. Right. But so I say all that to say this. Get into Chamber of Commerce where you're going to have movers sure. and shakers. Yeah, totally. um, they're, they're not going to be usually contractors don't go to them because they don't see the value. But in reality, that's where their client is. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Especially when they want to go to commercial. Yeah. Um, go to these free conferences because there are a lot of them out there. Um, of entrepreneurs getting together yeah. and trying to buy more buildings. Yep. Uh, April 6th. Uh, 
and, and I'm going to be having a conference here in Temecula at the hotel, the Holiday Inn, and it's going to be just some entrepreneurs, and we're, we're looking to buy more apartment complexes and buildings. Come to those, get to know, learn some great stuff, get around that circle, and we talked about yep, yep. get in the room. Yeah, exactly. Get yourself in yeah, the room. Right. When you're the only landscaper in that whole room, and you're meeting all these millionaires, you're going to be sure. like, dude, I got an entire complex. I got yeah. a building. Yeah. But see, contractors aren't thinking this way. They stay only in their group. Exactly. And they don't yeah, get outside of that grow. group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these mm-hmm. are great ways. Yeah. So Chamber of Commerce, those, even the city, they do um, like, usually a lot of cities like Temecula, Marietta, Corona, they'll do uh, these annual events where they'll invite all the businesses. Yeah. yeah the sure. least mm-hmm. businesses there are the contractors. Yep. They didn't see any value. Yeah. But now listening to this, they're hearing that this is yeah. super, super valuable. Absolutely. Go with your shirt. Go yeah. with your logo. Yeah, for sure. You know, they're ready. Yep, definitely. Now you make a good point for sure. Yeah. And, and so now that I've showed you that, have you done any of those things? No, but I, uh, I'm, I'm looking to, you know what I mean? Right. So I've got the ideas and how to, you know, mm-hmm. how to go about it. It's just I, I, I haven't had that chance yet. Actually, things have kind of been a little bit slow, really, for a, okay. a lot of contractors right yeah. now. I don't know if it's just due to rain or you know, taxes or what, but it's uh, definitely a little bit slow out there. So so every single month I have a conference all over Southern California, and mm-hmm. we're going to be expanding across America. But the, the gist of this is it answers that question. Where should contractors be focusing? Sure. How can they move beyond not just doing the construction because there's great money construction. They need to do that. But how can they also... Um, be a part of owning these complexes and, and, and these tons of houses. There's a way. Yeah. And they need to come to my conference. Yeah. And it's a free conference. And it's a three-hour conference. I'm going to download so much amazing stuff. You, you should come. If you're around, it's yeah, going to be Holiday definitely. Inn. Um, and I know that this podcast is going to be around for a long time. So you're going to have to go to our uh, website. Uh, it's going to be in the description. It'll be down there. It's called the Power to Gain Wealth Tour. And uh, you'll see it down there. But that way you could always click on there, check all the dates and the cities, make your way out there. I had a guy come all the way from Nevada because he heard about it and came down here. 14 hours he drove just to be a part of that. Did you attend one of those at ours? No, I have not. Okay, we started off here. Yeah. But it's really helping contractors and different people get into that room so that we can create a community that uses each other and works together to produce great wealth. And so the answer to a slow time is get into those rooms. Yeah, while well, you get got into the those time. Rooms. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because guess yeah. what? All those buildings that are out there, yeah. the grass is still growing. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, it still needs to be sodded. It's still, the, yeah. they get broken sprinklers. They need maintenance, and it's going yeah. to constantly be a thing. Absolutely. And some of these people who have, you know, who have built themselves some kind of uh, uh, empire, I guess I should say, or they, they, they've been, they've accumulated some great wealth, they're still paying for these things to happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. Because people are renting those buildings. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah definitely. So that's definitely a good way to go. Let me see. Other ways uh, for brainstorming. Um, obviously, knocking on doors and getting to know them. Having meetings with general managers. Yeah. Um, um, and then trying to meet with, uh, you know, getting those appointments. Is that something that you do or maybe your spouse does? Uh, no, it's something that I would be doing, okay. I think, uh, okay. for the time being. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard to get a hold of them sometimes and yeah. find them because they're usually so busy. Yeah, but, I mean, um, they, I mean, for them to give you five minutes is like, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's but difficult. I, I I own a another company. I own is a marketing uh, web design company, and what we can do is actually we we compile database lists of all those general managers 
and then um, we can just simply email them as a part of the program sure. when, when you guys start using us for that program and say, hey, here's the some of the, the trusted contractors that we recommend, yeah. you know, uh, consider using them, things like that. But again, homeproworks.com, sign yeah. up, because lots of these hoteliers are looking for contractors on my website. And it really, I mean, it only takes maybe one thing to get your foot in the door, too. I mean, that's, you know, how my father started to really pick up the ball rolling, you know. I yeah. mean, he was given an opportunity um, and then within a year of doing that, there's, you know, Sony yeah. and they were yeah. seven buildings, commercial yeah. buildings in San Diego. That was $120,000 wow. a year. Oh, wow. you know, that's awesome. Uh, that's and, awesome. And they were like, Hey, we want a bid from you, you know, yeah. and then it's NCR Teradata yeah. and that that's, you know, $60,000 yeah. a year. And so wow. it just, the ball so rolls. And so, I mean, if you can get in, granted, yeah. it's not necessarily the easiest thing, but if you can yeah. get in, there's a good chance that it will snowball into more Exactly. And, yeah. and the thing is, from the perspective of being one of the owners of some of these buildings, when you have a contractor who causes no problems, sure. you just always take care of it. Yeah. And basically, you're almost invisible because right. you walk in every day, everything always looks so good. Yeah. You never even have to think about what's going sure. wrong or right. bad. And, and you and, and when they think, hey, I'm going to get another building, I, I'm going to just use my guy. I've never had to worry about a single yeah, thing. Absolutely. And once you're in, man, you are in. Yeah, as long as you, know you take mean? care of it. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't lose, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. So, uh, you know, this has been a great interview. Any last couple of thoughts or things you'd like to add? Piece of advice maybe to tell guys and gals out there? I mean, uh, you know, if you're if you're at that point where you're looking to get your contractor's license, I mean, look no further. This is where I would come. Yes. This is the school that I did. And I've got a friend of mine in this school right now, just a little bit behind me, hasn't taken his test yet. But everything that he's getting out of it is just amazing, too. So, I mean, I think uh, this is this has been amazing for me. It was a pretty streamlined, quick process. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I did what was required of me, and it, you know, yeah, it wasn't difficult. Honestly. We try to make it simple and yeah. seamless. You know, we do the hard, heavy leveraging, helping you navigate, filling out the application sure. properly, getting that off getting you the necessary information so you could pass the first try yeah. and then we can celebrate and yeah. uh, watch you grow and scale. And, you know, even when you go to Texas, my heart's desire, and you probably heard me say it a lot of times, one, I don't want contractors to ever feel alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, two, I want to make sure we build a community where we can help each other. Um, that's what this, uh, Facebook page is about people right. can go there, share their stories, and also um, talk about, hey, I, I need to do this. How do I do this? We sure. can, you guys can all make videos. If you guys all send videos on your phone on how to and send them to us, yeah. we'll pop them up on all our social media. Right. You know what I mean? It's a win-win. Yeah, no, I mean, it it's killer. Sure. We're building a, a, an awesome community. Yeah. And so even when you're in Texas, I want you to know, you know, if you need me, let me know. You know, we'll figure oh, out yeah, something. For we'll sure. build yeah. some stuff, right? I mean, yeah, one of the things you told me was, you know, if, if any of us got our license, you know, and you're going to move out of state, don't just let it go. Just non-opt yes. it for the time and, then, yep. you know, circle back in yep. two years when you're ready yep. and then you can do something with it, you know. It's, or RMO it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You need to watch the video on RMOing if you're listening to this because it's a way that your license can make you upwards of 600000 a year yeah. for you doing nothing. Yeah. And so no teacher, lawyer, or anybody could do that. That's why the contractor license is the most badass thing. And I could say ass because it's in the King James Bible. It's the most <laughs> badass thing that you can use to create wealth absolutely. in this day and age. Yeah, absolutely. Garrett, I thank you. What's the name thank of your you. company again? Lorenzen Landscape and Design. Lorenzen Landscaping. And right now they can find you, what, maybe on uh, what, any platforms? Uh, um, I 
directories. Yeah, I mean, we, we're on Instagram, social media. Okay. I'm working on the website with okay. you guys. Yes. So, you know, I love yeah. it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, so that's going to be up and live here pretty quick. Um, and uh, we'll put whatever information you want within our description. You have a business phone number. We'll put it in there if Perfect. you want to put that in mm -hmm. there. Uh, you can reach them, ladies and gentlemen, and I encourage you to use them. Uh, just an awesome family man, awesome man. And so appreciate you. Thanks, yeah, brother. absolutely. Thank All you. Right. Yeah. <laughs>